0: Welcome to the Bible in 15 Minutes. Today is New Year's Day, and I'll take a pause in the reading just to talk for a minute with you about why am I even doing this. About November, I had an idea of a Christmas gift for my three children. I have four children, but three of them I wanted to give an audio recording of the Bible as they enter into the world instead of giving them a book that I knew they wouldn't read. Wanted to give them my voice, something I would carry on for life. That idea evolved into a podcast. Fast forward uh, about four or five, maybe six weeks later, I'm sitting in my walk-in closet with a fifty-dollar kit that I purchased off of Amazon and a laptop computer, my iPhone the Holy Bible app, and I'm reading with a blessing. The epiphany I had was not for my kids. I'm finding in life that I hide behind my kids, behind the excuse of doing this for my children, doing this for my children, doing this for me. I sent them the first couple of episodes, and only one of them them listened enough to say I heard it. The other one was like, it's cool. My third one was like, I can't even hear you. You're like, you're scared of the mic. Almost quit. In that moment, I did quit. If you look at your Podcast stream, you see, it's about 13 days I did make a post. I was almost sure that this was not what I wanted to do. I don't like to start nothing and not finish it. The Lord has made miraculous strides in my life, carried me away. I didn't want to be carried. Carried me when I was reluctant to follow. And now I have to give alms. So as I sit here, New Year's Day, 7 o'clock in the morning, what an honor, what an honor to be reading the Bible to you, and an honor to start this pilgrimage with you. This is hard. Different than what I thought it would be, but in my kind of journey. So, last episode, we ended. Genesis chapter 40, and we will start today. Genesis chapter 41, I think Joseph's going to start interpreting the Pharaoh's dreams. Again, welcome to the Bible. In 15 minutes, we are three minutes in. We got 12 minutes to work. My sincere apologies in advance, because I got a cup of coffee sitting right here with me. And that's how it sounds when I pause to take a sip. All right, let's get it. Genesis chapter 41, Pharaoh's Dreams. When two years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. He was standing by the Nile, when out of the river there came up seven cows, sleek and fat, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows, ugly and gaunt, came up out of the Nile and stood beside those on the riverbank. And the cows that were ugly and gaunt ate up the seven sleek and fat cows. Then the pharaoh woke up. He fell asleep again and had a second dream. Seven heads of grain, healthy and good, were growing on a single stalk. After them, seven other heads of grain sprouted thin and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven healthy, full heads of grain. The pharaoh woke up. It had been a dream. In the morning, his mind was troubled, so he sent for the magicians and wise men of Egypt. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them for him. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I am reminded of my shortcomings. Pharaoh was once angry with his servants, and he imprisoned me and the chief baker in the house of the captain of the guard. Each of us had a dream, and the same night, each dream had a meaning of its own. Now, a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us, giving each man the interpretation of his dream. And things turned out exactly as he interpreted them to us. I was restored to my position and the other man was impaled. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it, but I've heard of it. I've heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh. But God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile, when out of the river there came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed amongst the reeds. After them, seven other cows came up, scrawny and very ugly and lean. I had never seen such ugly cows in the land of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first, but even after they ate them, no one could tell that they could tell that they had done so. They looked just as ugly as before, and I woke up in my other dream. I saw seven heads of grain, full and good, growing on a single stalk after them, seven other heads sprouted withered and thin, and scorched by the east wind. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads. I told this to the magicians, but none of them could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of the Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads of grain are seven years. It is one and the same dream. The seven lean, ugly cows that came up afterwards are seven years. And so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt, but seven years of famine will follow them. Then all the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered, but the famine that follows, it will be so severe. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God, for God will do it soon. And now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of the abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in a reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that would come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So, Pharaoh asked him, Can we find anyone like this man, one in whom the Spirit is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You should be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Joseph, in charge of Egypt. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, "I hereby put you in charge of Egypt." Take a sip. Excuse me. Sorry for the pause. Genesis 41, verse 42. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in the chariot, as his second in command, and people shouted before him, "Make way!" Thus, he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, "I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift hand or foot in all Egypt." Pharaoh gave Joseph the name, zaphnath Penea. My God, and gave him Asenath, daughter of Potipher a priest of On to be his wife. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered into the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out, to, went out from the Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food and produced it, produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain, like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. Before the years of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph by Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On. Joseph named his firstborn Manasseh, and said, "It is because God has made me forget all my trouble," and. All my father's household. The second son he named Ephraim and said, It is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. The seven years of abundance in Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had said. There was famine in all the other lands, but in the whole land of Egypt there was food. When all Egypt began to feel the famine, the people cried to Pharaoh for his food. Then Pharaoh told all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph and do what he tells you. When the famine had spread over the whole country, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was so severe throughout Egypt. And all the world came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph, because the famine was severe everywhere. All right, Genesis chapter 42. Joseph's brothers. Go to Egypt. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, "Why do you keep looking at each other?" He continued, "I've heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us, so that we may not li- so that we may live and not die." Then ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt, but Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others because he was afraid that harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain, for there was famine in the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the governor of the land and the person who sold grain to all of its people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? he asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. My, 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 Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You've come to see where our land is unprotected. No, no, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said to them. You've come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, Your servants are twelve brothers, the sons of, of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and, no one, and one is no more. Joseph said to them, It is just as I told you. You are spies, and this is how you'll be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother, and the rest you will keep in prison, so that your words may be tested to see if you're telling the truth. If you are not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put them all in custody for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will live. For I fear God. If you are honest, man, let one of your brothers stay here in the prison while the rest of you go and take back grain for your starving household. But, you bring, bring, but you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. They said to one another, Surely we're being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. That's why this distress has come on us. Reuben replied, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you wouldn't listen. Now we must give an accounting for his blood. They did not realize Joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter. And I think I'm going to pause right there. We're at 15 and a half minutes. And I really like this part of the story. So we are going to pick up next episode Genesis chapter 42, verse 24. Joseph got his brothers locked up. He got to send somebody to go back to get somebody else to come back to get him so that he can true prove that they're not surprised. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. All right, stay tuned. Talk soon.